ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. theme welcome to the spanish announce table the first ever episode the inaugural like it i can't spanish say big words like table. that so i'll just <laughs> say the first ever <laughs> the first ever the first it did <laughs> there you go the first it <laughs> the first it did of the spanish announce table on the trending topics network i am the deviant one captain awesome Sitting in here in the studio. It's the actual studio, too. Right. I feel official. Yes. We've got like a soundboard. Right. Microphones. I got headphones on. I know. I know. I know. It cool. feels good, right? It does it feel feels good. good. This is T-Mac over here, the other voice you're hearing. T-Mac, say hi. Hello, hello. Okay, that's um, all you get? Yep, okay. That's all Fair you enough. get? Fair enough. No, T-Mac, tell us about yourself. Who are you? Who is you? Well, for the MMA crowd that also listens to pro wrestling, you can mm-hmm. find my voice alongside Ozone on uh, the Fight Show Live that airs on Sports Radio 102.5 The Fan. Also, you can find that on Facebook if you search Fight Show Live. Again, uh, I am T-Mac, a lifelong wrestling fan. Obviously, I talk MMA. I have a radio show says Fight Show Live, but... Uh, Pro wrestling is my first love. Uh, been a fan since, oh, Jesus, since I was two, I think, really. That's what my mom always says. But when you're two, you don't know what you really like. You yeah, know what I mean? But yeah. she said I started watching it when I was two. Yeah. So let's say I've been watching it since I was two. And I'm a lot older than two now. Yes. So yes. <laughs> I've been watching it. Not for, mentally. <laughs> not mentally, but age-wise, I am. Um so I've been watching it a long time, lifelong fan, still watch it today. Obviously, that's why I'm on this show with you, yeah. Captain Awesome. Captain Awesome. Uh, and so, you know, that's kind of the quick uh, chicken the, soup for the soul or the whatever. quick and dirty yeah, of it Yeah, all. the quick and yeah. dirty of it. This is the, the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am of an introduction. Yes. Is that one. T-Mac, check out a show, uh, 102.5 in the Kansas City market, uh, CBS Sports Radio. Fight show live on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central uh-huh. Standard Time. Yes, and I again, actually engineer the boards for that you one. You are. Yeah. You're the man uh, pushing yes. knobs and sliding yes. fa- faders yes. and all that that's fun stuff. That's what I tell the ladies. Right. <laughs> yeah, it goes that's... over really well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I myself a lifelong wrestling fan. I think probably since about two also – or you know, like that's at, what they always say. But you yeah. know, maybe that's true. You know, I but I know. know. I mean, at least if I'm 33 now, at least I was watching from seven eight. There's a quarter century, yeah, of being a wrestling. Yeah, fan. yeah. My earliest yeah. memories was Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, and yes. I, I'm 27. See, so, I'm before that even. Yeah. I'm, I'm WrestleMania. What two? Hulk Hogan, King Kong, Bundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little bit. Yeah, too man. young for my memory, oh, but I probably man. watched it. I do. Oh man, I still have the yeah. VHS. I can mm. say this. I still have the VHS. Which for the young kids, I know you don't know what that is. Yes. Google it. Yes. But I have the VHS <laughs> of the WrestleMania 
Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan. Nice. So there you go. Just yes. saying. I, remember, I still have. I can find it right now if I you want me to. Being heartbroken when I came into school and found out from my fellow wrestling friends that. Hulk Hogan had lost to the Ultimate Warrior. There was only one oh. friend of mine that actually was happy that Ultimate Warrior won. His name was Steve. I won't say his last name because yeah. he probably listened. Right. But Steve actually enjoyed that Ultimate Steve. Warrior won. Sounds like a guy that would be happy right? that the yeah. Ultimate Warrior Steve. won. Steve. Yeah. I still talk to Steve, <laughs> Steve. and I'm I'm still upset with that. Yeah. Hulk Hogan should have won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Steve. Yeah, yeah, look now. Look who did more for the business. Steve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll get into the Warrior a little bit here in the news. That's how we're going to run this show down. We're going to uh, open up the show. We'll do some news and headlines and break that down for you. We'll move into our later segments after that. We'll give you some raw breakdown. Maybe segments two, three. Maybe it spills over into four. Yeah. I don't know. Why not? Raw's a long show. Three hours. We'll start to do some SmackDown breakdown in there. Segments four, into the, especially into hour, or hour two with segment five. We'll get into that. And then we'll talk TNA. Think of some final thoughts on the week after there that. There we go. When we break let's down do that. this. So let's do that. Let's get into some news. Big news of the week: TNA morale issues. Have you heard about these? Unfortunately, this is the thing. It is big news, but it feels like it's always news. Always, over and over again. Yeah. Oh, people aren't happy at TNA. Oh, what a shock! Man. I mean, I don't know what's. I mean, look, you know, morale in the back is important, but you guys got it. Well, you know, now they're traveling more, but they used to have it pretty cushy. Right. You get to sit at home most right. of the time. Hey, whatever. We're number two. We're comfortable with that. Right. We're on TV. Yeah, the wrestlers didn't have to go around. Less dates. Right. No travel, mm-hmm. essentially. Yep. Uh, but now they're doing that more. They're traveling every other week. They're live. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're traveling all the time now. They don't. They're not even in Universal Studios anymore. Right, so. which I like because Universal. Like Universal just it takes me back to the days of WCW and the small little arenas or small little stage with you know Alex Wright. Yes. and you know yes. Big Boss Man, and well, it just and, ugh, and it, you weren't it, guaranteed that the crowd was there to watch wrestling. Right, they it could got, be a Disney it's crowd, free admission. Right from the park. Yeah. yeah. Well, so they've been cutting a lot of people. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even have the list of people that they've cut recently, but, you know, Matt Morgan asked for his release. He got it. Yeah. Uh, they cut all the gut check people except for Jay Bradley, I think. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just not cool. But recently, Dixie Carter's in the back addressing people with Dean Broadhead, the executive vice president, Andy Barton, and Jeff Jarrett, which I didn't think was still really involved to that level. Uh, they addressed the locker room prior to Thursday's television event in Louisville. And noted that everyone is still being evaluated and did not rule out additional cuts and added that the changes were being made for the long-term good of the company. You know what I would have said if I was a disgruntled wrestler? I'm like, really, is Hogan being evaluated? Yeah, yeah exactly. Not yeah. everyone's being Not evaluated. everyone. Let's let's just cut yeah. to uh, it's all the X division guys are being evaluated. Yeah, that's true. But I do think that he does have some. Uh, he's not just a television spot. I think he's on the creative. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, I mean, he needs to be evaluated Whole, you know, three sixty. He's yeah, he's but, yeah, but in, in anybody's mind, me. even if you were running a thing, you know, Hogan's draws in some right. Like he's got his job's oh. locked unless he just screws them over. Right. But they did say they ran out of a lot of money doing the one night only pay per view events back in March that they rushed to do because their lease was coming up with the Universal Studios. So that kind of makes sense. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, if they don't have the money and let's cut some of the dead weight, I just think some of the people they're picking. Are not dead weight. Are not dead weight, right? Yeah, I think it's could some be. of the top end guys that I can, I feel are dead weight, or what I like to call dead end. Your yeah. character has progressed; it's done everything possible. You're at a dead end. You are at a dead end. That's 
Well, let's let's move on because you know we we went long with our introductions. We Why like to not? talk about hey. ourselves, you know. But you know but, who my favorite person to talk about is me. Me? <laughs> no, me. Oh, you me, me. Yeah. not me. Me. Right. Right. Well, we talked about Warrior, and he posted a long rant to Vince McMahon on Twitter. You saw this uh-huh, one? I did. He says, uh, I'll try to read it quickly. Vince, thank you for your personal welcome back to the WWE universe. It is noted and appreciated. All of the warriors of parts unknown take pride in being one of the original galaxies of the universe you created. Not one of my days has passed without a flashback to my time in the business and my relationship with you. After 17 years of battling one another, perhaps the stars have finally aligned and destiny is prepared to tell one of sports entertainment's greatest stories. How two of the industry's most determined, colorful, intense, and explosive personalities brought to life a persona that made such an inspiring impression that it still captures the hearts and minds of fans all over the world, even all these years later. He basically goes on to say he wants to work with them again, and I don't see that happening. Well, you know what? I actually do, because you know what they'll do? Because I feel like Vince always holds a grudge, yes. which you know is kind of a, a, an unspoken truth. Yeah, he'll be he'll be in WWE working with 3MB. Yeah, you know. Would you take that payday though? I take that payday. Oh, if of I'm course. A if yeah. I was Warrior, you, you want to go out there and squash 3MB? Got yeah, it. Right. Of course. But I Got think it. he's going for a, a bigger payday, a bigger match, and you know he ain't going to get it. He held him up for money before a pay per view. For yeah. God's sakes, Vince doesn't forget that. And you know who else doesn't forget that? Hmm. Stephanie Triple H. That's you know, true. It keeps going That's down. True. It's not like it's going to be Vince's thing. That's going to be something that follows Ultimate Warrior. Till, you I know, think you're he's right. done in the business. That's true. We probably could see that. Well, let's rapid fire the rest of these because these are yeah. pretty easy. Let's do it. WWE's October pay-per-view gets a new name. They changed it from Over the Limit to Battleground. Ooh, I don't you know care what? about either one. Well, you know what? Battleground automatically to me sounds like a turf war type of uh, uh, pay-per-view, you know, yes. faction A versus faction B. So yes. We'll see. Uh, WWE is taping Raw. Tonight, which you probably won't hear this till tomorrow, so uh, Tuesday night uh, for next Monday, and then the next two days they're taping SmackDowns because they're getting ready to go to Australia, China, and South Africa. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, for us, the viewer, we kind of get a, a watered-down Raw, but hey, international fans get to see the product, so good for them. Yes. Ra- uh, Ricardo Rodriguez is eligible to return from his WWE wellness suspension on August 1st while they're overseas. I hope he does. Uh, yeah, I Albert, miss him. Del Rio, I think, is kind of lost with that intro. It still feels weird that he's not coming out with Ricardo Ricardo Rodriguez. Yeah, so it I is think he weird. needs him. Yeah, yeah, he, he does need it. He puts him over. Karma is posting on Twitter a lot about her return to TV, but hasn't said specifically what company. But she still calls herself Karma. She's a bad one, man. Uh, I like watching her wrestle. I hope to see her. That was unfortunate with the thing. ROH offering two-day tryouts and seminars uh, in Bristol, Pennsylvania on August 31st and September 1st. So if you want to uh, go become a wrestler, go do that. Well, you know, and speaking of uh, tryouts and kind of for us, the Kansas City market, ACH came from Metro Pro Wrestling. Now he's in Mm, ROH. He's making a name for himself. So, you know, hey, at least if you do try out, you might actually – you know, make a name for yourself. Yeah, I. you know what? It's not a gut not? check type of thing with TNA. Why not? Well, okay, uh, Scott Hall's going to be on Steve Austin's uh, podcast. It was yesterday, so uh, that'll be out tomorrow, Thursday. Right. Yeah. Or, well, tomorrow, so Thursday, two days from now. Right. Uh, Jake Roberts has been coke-free for 254 days and 33 days alcohol free. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. If he can turn that around, that would be fantastic. And that's the big news that I've found from the last couple of days. We're going to take a quick break. 
Uh, we'll probably run a commercial or two. Who knows? We'll do whatever we Maybe feel a fight like show doing. live commercial. Maybe a fight show live there you commercial. Go. We're going to get you to listen to that too. That's as well. true. <laughs> and we will be back with some uh, raw breakdown from uh, last Monday night. Yeah? Yes. Sounds good right here on the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. Mixed Martial Arts has found a home in Kansas City. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tina. Tune in every Sunday night at 8 as they cover the cage with news, commentary, calls, and big-name interviews. Oh, my God! to the jaw. How good was that? Experts in the business of beatdown. He paused with the left and bang, right on the jaw. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tina. Sunday nights at 8 on Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. Taking me back to some glory days of wrestling. Yes. And, side note, that is my favorite song. Just outside of pro wrestling, that genuinely is my favorite song. Jimi Hendrix, in my opinion, greatest guitarist of all time. Damn good song. And I think Hulk Hogan obviously agrees with yeah, me. He loves. Yeah, I always would air guitar. Yes. I love that. That was my well, favorite part always, of his entrance. Like, what promo did I hear recently where he's like, and I chopped it down oh, with the edge of my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He yeah. always did the chopping. He, he loved does it. The, it was yeah, great. Chop good. it down with yeah. the edge of my hand. Right, man. why yeah. not? Always, why not, yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, let's get into Raw. This is what most people came for. This is what most people like about professional wrestling that is the marquee WWE show monday night raw though they don't call it monday night raw anymore do they is yeah it's just raw. Raw. It's raw raw it's not even wwe raw is it was well, wwe yeah raw. i think it's wwe raw but it's raw i think if you're looking like on your uh, tv guide it's raw. wwe raw right yeah yeah the show's not raw the no. show's polished <laughs> yeah very polished clean and very well preserved <laughs> So the opening segment of Raw showed us uh, Brad Maddox having, uh, I like calling him Maddox, Mm -hmm. uh, having John Cena and Daniel Bryan in for a contract signing. And this is one of the few contract signings that doesn't end in a melee. And it was one of the few contract signings that had an awkward finish, I felt. Mm. I thought, as we talked off air a little bit, it felt very long at the very end with Maddox throwing his hands in no and the crowd saying yes. And it was cool. I think it'd be cooler if you were there. You know, hey, we get to say yes ten more times. Yeah, but yeah. For, for the TV viewer, it was like, okay, we, yeah. you know, we get it. You're saying let's no. He's saying on. yes. Right. Let's do something. I've recently criticized WWE a lot for kind of forgetting about the television audience. It looked like I was watching in on a live event, which is great, but there was a lot less storytelling to make me feel like I'm watching a television program. Right, definitely. Seems, seems to be going the other way a little bit now. Well, even when they do that. backstage segments, what they've been doing a lot, I would say, in the last year is showing the crowd watching the backstage segment. Yeah. I, I'm doing the same thing. I don't need to see this right. guy in yes. Milwaukee watching what I'm watching. Just show yeah. me that. You know? That's so, a rough balance. That one's yeah. got to be tough because when I'm at the live show – I get angry when there's so many backstage right, scenes. I'm like, exactly. I'm, I didn't come here to watch TV. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I guess, you know, what do I know? Right. Just a fan. So, uh, but I'm liking Brad Maddox, man. I'm liking his, I do his, too. his shtick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you will. Uh, the guy's kind of creepy, a little weird. He looks a little nervous. Has but a high pitch voice. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's <laughs> a sinister guy just out to, to get people or drunk with power. He looks right. like he legitimately got thrown into this thing, but he's trying to do a good job. Mm-hmm. But yet he knows... 
He's got to please this guy. It's it's unique. His mm-hmm. character's unique, and we haven't seen this kind of thing before. I like it. Yeah, I do too. It's definitely a fresh take on the GM role where it's a wide-eyed, young, rookie kind of guy, you know, messing with power players such as the McMahon, uh, Stephanie and Vince, and then also Triple H. And so it's interesting to see you know him in that role or the GM in that role because if you put an established guy in there, say a Booker T – well, Booker T's wrestled Triple H for God's sake. So, what does he fear of Triple H? And you know, he's a big man himself. So, Brad Maddox, who is also a wrestler, you know, he spent some time in NXT, things like that. He doesn't seem the overpowering tough guy. So, he could legitimately be nervous around such heavy power players such as the McMahons and Helmsley. So, I like it. True, and and his whole shtick since he's been in is that. He's kind of new to the scene, right? Uh, on television, so it, it really plays out well. I do, I do think they've got something good going with the Mad Ox. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mad Ox, huh? <laughs> yeah. that's a terrible gimmick. No, that's a WWE gimmick. That is a right there, especially right now. The Mad Ox. <laughs> Mad Ox. Had him come out with like a with, <laughs> with like a, some with an ox and he's just furry whipping pants. Them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like some furry, furry pants with like hooves. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. The Mad Ox. Oh, yeah, man. Let's book it now. Yep, do it. So that followed up uh, with Sheamus versus ADR. And uh, the commentators really spent a lot of time building up Alberto Del Rio in this match. I don't know if you noticed that. I did, and I think it's because he really doesn't have any direction right now. He was with Dolph, and Dolph kind of is now obviously with AJ and Biggie Langston. So he's kind of taken away from Del Rio. So now Del Rio just kind of is the champion. So I think you have to say how great he is because if you don't, then the championship belt in him kind of gets lost. And he's also lost, uh, not lost, but he's not as hot as he usually is because he's missing his ring announcement. And, and, you know, know, like they spent forever recently jobbing anybody and everybody to Sheamus. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised at this one that they let him go over on this one. Um a couple sea chants. Yeah, uh, which there. was good. That. I like the sea chants. But the Texas, they have a strong Latino. It's true. But, hey, it's still good to see. I like the sea right. chants, yeah, though. Yeah. I think it's good. What I does the letter C have to do with this? <laughs> yes. Big show. I yeah, I missed that. And that one came about organically, too. I think like they didn't expect that. Because like, I remember that happening, and Ricardo Rodriguez is looking around like, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, you know this what is I mean? awesome. Like, they're whipping yep. up. Yeah. Well, after that, we had a backstage segment which I liked, and it was Booker T and Teddy Long being interviewed about what happened on SmackDown where Vicky Guerrero was named the GM, and Teddy Long showing signs of maybe a heel turn. Here. Right, saying, yeah. hey, man, what are you doing You know, sitting at home yeah. with your legs propped up? And you know, Booker T's saying how he had surgery and things of that nature, and Teddy Long kind of getting pissed. Yeah, so, well, and he said, you know, if, she didn't, if he didn't name me the general manager – I think he made the right choice. Right, which was a little yep. sly there, a little sneaky. So, what what do you think we're going to see out of this? You think we're going to see a man? What I what I feel that I will see is uh, a Teddy Long heel turn picks kind of a, a, a floundering mid card wrestler that becomes his wrestler. He's now the manager of that wrestler. He had, he attacks Booker T, kind of makes Booker T's life hell. Maybe Booker T comes into the ring one more time against that wrestler. Yes. And then that line that storyline kind of fades out. But Teddy Long would probably stay as the manager. And maybe he turns into the SmackDown equivalent of Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman. You know, he doesn't have the mic skills. I think they but need to bring he can do back something like that. 
I think they need to bring back Stables. Right. And Teddy Long used to do that with Doom. Remember Ron Simmons? I mean, he's done. Yeah, he's done this before. Stables. Yeah. I'm t- not factions, right? Stables. Yes, you have the Heenan family. Yes, you have people. Paul Heyman guy. Yes, yes. like they're not together. They don't run out every time together. Mm-hmm. But you work for the same guy or right. the same, you know, under yeah. the same wing guy. I loved the stables, and they don't do it enough. Right, and so I think Teddy Long will probably do something like that. As far as he'll pick a wrestler. Obviously, he can't wrestle Booker T. That would be completely unbelievable. Uh, so he'll probably pick a wrestler, and hey, good for that wrestler. Maybe you can get a good rub off of it, and you know that catapults him into more of a prominent role in WWE. You know, you can pick someone like a Drew McIntyre, get him away from 3MB. He's a good wrestler. I don't know yeah. that I want to rub off from Teddy Long. Man, know. Well, you know. Whatever you like, whatever right. floats your boat. <laughs> well, after that, we had Titus versus Christian and Titus O'Neil of the Primetime Players. Yes. Have you noticed they are putting the Primetime Players in single matches a lot? Jobbing. Yeah but putting them in almost every show. Well, and they're giving them good spots. I mean, when Titus O'Neil had Christian up on his shoulder outside of the ring and just tossed him in like yeah. a sack of potatoes, that was highly impressive. Yes. You know, I mean, he looks the part. JBL even saying if he puts it all together, he'll be they champ. They sold him yes. pretty well. And, you know, it's good. You know, losing to Christian being Titus O'Neil isn't bad. No. It's still good because right. Christian was just in that ladder match as an all-star. Yes. So he's still an established two-time yeah. Uh, world heavyweight champion, so it's not right. a bad loss. It doesn't look that bad. I mean, right. it looks it looks somewhat unbelievable. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you look at him, I mean, <laughs> side to side, yeah. definitely. I, I, I'm not picking the dog to lose that. Fight, right. You know exactly. I mean? But uh, yeah, they're definitely uh, building up primetime players, and that's good. I like it. I do like the primetime players. I mm-hmm. think they need to be a face tag team, though. They could. Well, you know what? They could either be the face tag team, or they could kind of be that. You know, since this is PG, that shtick comedy edge Christian where they were heels, but yes. man, they were so damn funny yes. that you watched them, but they were doing heel tactics. But, you know, I this is love awesome. Them, man. Right. Yeah. Doing the high fives. You know, I love the millions, millions, millions of, of dollars, dollars, millions of dollars. I love yes. that. So keep them healed. Just make them funny. Yes. I, I agree with you there. I agree with you. We did follow that up with Mark Henry in the ring uh furthering his face turn by saying I'm proud to be a proximity Texas boy proximity pop boy. yeah hey hey I'm around you so like me oh you are cool same city whatever and he did the standard face if you want me you know where to find me yeah. I'm right here mm-hmm. and out comes the shield uh, and the Usos came out to help so, once again, like they did on SmackDown. Six-man tag, SummerSlam. Six-man tag for SummerSlam, huh? I mean, I guess that works. Right. But it's kind of, it. to me, it's it just biding the, time. Well, it keeps the shield active in the viewer's mind without them really doing much. I, and I think the shield's got to go over in that, though. Of course. The shield beat Sheamus, Cena, and... And yeah. D- Daniel if they can't Bryan. beat the Usos and anybody, <laughs> right. yeah, it's the, the Usos and Jesus, and the Shield better go over. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, of course they should go over. The only team they should ever lose to. The, the, the Shield beat Undertaker and Team Hell No. Yeah. You say they're going to lose to Mark Henry and, and the Usos, Usos now? Yeah. No, no way. When we the say only, ooh. Yeah, Y'all yeah. say, oh! <laughs> yeah, whatever. The only way they should lose a six-man tag from here on out because of all the credible tag t- trios that they beat 
is if they start turning on each other or there's, mm-hmm. you know, friction between the shield. That's yeah. the only way. You yeah. can't have them lose to the Usos and Mark Henry, for God's sake. Yeah, I um, it just seems like what a waste for Mark Henry then. I mean, he looked like he was on this upward push, but was well, he just somebody to bide Cena's time? No, here, you know what? It, I think the coolest thing you could do with that six-man tag is Henry gets pissed at the Usos and turns on the Usos, and now he's back to heal Mark Henry. Well... I guess that would work. I That's mean, the uh, only cool thing I could see. Henry, out. I think he needs to be one of those cool heels. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think that. But we've got to take another break. We're going to come back, talk about some more Raw Breakdown, because we're breaking it down like a Spanish announce table. Right here on the Spanish announce table. Trending Topics Network. Seeing a few. Wrestling fans, are you scouring the internet looking for places to buy your favorite wrestling-related merchandise? Well, look no further, because you can find all the wrestling merchandise you could ever need at ShoppersHideout.com. That's S-H-O-P-P-E-R-S-H-I-D-E-O-U-T.com. ShoppersHideout.com. At ShoppersHideout.com, you can find WWE and TNA replica belts, replica masks, life-size cardboard stand-ups of your favorite superstars and or wrestlers, t-shirts, pants, action figures, buttons, pendants, bracelets, and so much more from superstars like CM Punk, Randy Orton, Triple H, The Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Edge, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, and many, many more. So what are you waiting for? Don't walk around town wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt. Log on to ShoppersHideout.com and buy yourself a Jeff Hardy t-shirt. And while you're there, get a replica of the WWE Raw Spinning Championship belt and wear that too. And then I can promise you that everyone you meet will be talking about you. And it's all because you shop at ShoppersHideout.com, your source for everything wrestling. ShoppersHideout.com. Wolfpack is back. So is the Spanish Mouse Table on the Trending Topics Network. Let's be honest. That song made every white high school kid feel cool. <laughs> hey, man. I was cool, <laughs> I was man. that. Yeah, when no, I heard I that, I felt like no, the coolest kid in no, the room. No, that song was cool because I was listening to it. Right. That's, that was the deal there. Uh, the Wolfpack was one of my favorites. Oh, definitely. The coolest yeah. bad guys I could think of when WCW was hot. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts there. Yeah. So uh, let's get back into the Raw. Let's keep this uh, train a-rolling, as as they say. Uh, the next match was Dolph Ziggles versus Darren Young, whom I call Afro-Cena. He is Afro-Cena. Uh, uh, again, on the primetime players in a singles match. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and another former world world champion facing yes. them. So. You mentioned this earlier that they are getting the Dolph Ziggler style. Yeah, treatment. Where yeah, in there to to job because they make the other guy look good. Yeah, they make the other guy look good, and it's for their way of like paying their dues. Yes, you know you got to g- keep getting beat, yes. but you're looking good, and now the crowd's liking you because you're looking good, but you're still losing. So now you're a lovable loser kind of thing, and then you get your push. That's yeah. how I feel like they did that to Dolph, you know, leading to his world title I, run that lasted yes about as long as a hiccup. Mm-hmm. And, Both of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's what I felt like they did to, to Dolph, and that's what I kind of feel like they're doing to the primetime players, at least in singles competition. So 
we'll see where it goes, but I'm definitely really enjoying uh, seeing Titus O'Neil and Darren Young, Afro Cena, as you Afro like to call Cena. Uh, Afro it- <laughs> Cena. Definitely. Oh, next time I'm at a Raw, I'm chanting that. Man. Do it. I'll uh, be there with you. Yes. So uh, the end of that match, though, saw Big E run in after Dolph scored the victory for an attack, and uh, Dolph pulls the trickery do. Right. Yeah, you want to break that one down? I liked it because it was so cool. I'm a huge Dolph Ziggler fan. I think he, in my mind, is the third best wrestler WWE has right behind Punk and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he's great. He's Dolph great. Dolph Ziggler is. Uh, and, he, you know, he, he was just that cool early Shawn Michaels kind of you-can't-touch-me thing, you know, where, yes. hey, you're going to run in the ring. Well, I run outside, and now you can't touch me. You're frustrated. I'm looking cool. I stole your girlfriend, you know, steal the show kind of thing. and your girlfriend, right. yes. Uh, and so I thought it was cool, and I also loved the uh, AJ tweet that they read out uh, yes. read on, on air. Yes. Yeah. So she said, Dolph, I'll still love you till your last breath. And I'll let you know when that is. That so was really that? cool. Yes. Really creepy, yes. which she plays the... Which is the, weird for PG Raw that they right. read that on... Uh, on right. That think, is true. I never thought about that. I think they're moving to uh, a PG-13. Uh, a guy I know said this on his podcast, the AllWrestling.com Week in Review, Dan the Cannon. So I don't want to plagiarize. Right. Give him a, uh, some props. Yes. Uh, but he says that seems to be where they need to go with this. They're not going to go back to the R-rated... Raw, but a little bit of PG-13 wouldn't hurt them. A little bit of edge. Yeah. And still get the, the advertisers that come along with a PG. Yeah, and like look, I don't think any guy out there that's watching wrestling hasn't had a girlfriend that's been kind of a creep sometimes. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> so, so I've known a many an AJ Lee. <laughs> right, yeah, Let's exactly. Just, oh. So it's good. It's good. It's still safe, but like you said, that is kind of a yeah. PG-13 yes. type of comment so it was really cool i liked uh that doff uh looked cool got away from biggie biggie yes. still looks like the monster that he is yes. and aj still is crazy what was you had told me off air mm-hmm. Dolph had tweeted some things to aj storylines right yeah if you don't follow Dolph ziggler on twitter do it at heel ziggler he's one of my favorite person people on twitter just outside of wrestling just anyone and, uh, yeah, before their breakup, he would tweet things to AJ like, uh, on my way to, for example, on my way to Miami, uh, first 10 single girls gets to do body shots off of me. And then he would send something to AJ. Just kidding. They don't have to be single. <laughs> like, that's so, you know, they don't so have clever. To be single, right. Yeah. They don't have to be single. And so, you know, he does those type of things that, uh, you know, as an outsider, you know, as a fan watching, man, that guy's cool, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it reminds me, he reminds me so much of the early 1992, 1993 Shawn Michaels, yes. you know? I've always said that, that he reminds me of a Shawn Michaels. Right, yes. where if you equate the world title to the intercontinental title, which basically is what it is, yes. he's held that twice now. Everyone loved it when he did. And so he's kind of in that Shawn Michaels range. So it'd be interesting how this angle plays out. Uh, but as far as last night, yeah, he looked cool. Big E looked like a monster. AJ looked crazy. So oh, yeah. it all did well. It all plays out well. Follow at Heel Ziggler. But you know who else you need to follow? Who's Us. That? Yes. We are at Table Show. Table Show. Somebody has the name at Spanish Announce, and I don't know who Jerks. he is. Jerks. But he's going down. Yeah. Um. But at Table Show, well, I'm sure we'll have that up and running by the time this posts, at least. It's up, but I don't have anybody followed or anything we'll get there we'll get there there. but follow us you could be the first one right to follow at table show also send us an email if you like tableshow at gmail.com 
I am at the awesome voice, and you are. I am at Titan T Mac. Okay, T M A C, not T M A C K. Okay, it's so not yeah. a truck. Right? Yeah, it's like the the Mountain Athletic Conference. Right? Exactly. Mac at <laughs> Titan T Mac. So the WWE followed that up by insulting our intelligence by giving us detailed step by step instructions on how to download. The WWE app. Seriously, who's that for? I don't know. I mean, grandma. The, yeah, the grandma that loves John the, Cena. Oh, I mean, who is that for? That was so stupid. That was so stupid. If if I didn't have a TV I cared about, I would have thrown my remote at <laughs> yes, the TV. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was. I thought really they're like breaking it down. They said, yeah. pick up your phone. They showed a phone. Yeah. They go to your app store. Like, I mean, they followed this along step by step, even to the thing saying and click install. Like. Come on, are you serious? Like, yeah. you really have to. Uh, are is that many people still not downloaded the WWE app? To like what? Yeah, and and if you, it, it's so stupid. Yeah, like I said, I would have thrown my remote at my TV if I didn't love my TV, yeah. which I do. Yeah. So. Well, we all love our TVs. <laughs> well, yeah. So they also follow that up by uh, uh, an even more terrible segment of Ms. TV with the entire cast. Of Total Divas. Which, okay, yes, that was a stupid segment. A stupid, stupid segment. It did segment. have a little uh, But it a had a nipple. Interesting, yeah, it did it have had a little a nipple, uh, so yeah. that was the highlight of my night. <laughs> I totally missed this, and I hope that I saved it on my DVR. I did so not I miss it. I caught it live. That's how good I was on uh, this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we know where your, <laughs> your eyes you are. You know where my up. eyes are. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the one that got the boob job, or was no, it? No, oh. no, the other one. The other so one. So it was a natural nipple. Natural nipple, natural which is a little bit better to me. Uh, oh yeah, but yeah, the segment in itself was stupid. If you're gonna have Jerry Lawler get slapped, then don't do Miss TV. Just have Jerry yeah. Lawler with the Divas, which is he's done his entire career as far as yes. You know, being why didn't Jerry he Lawler. call them out? Why Miss right. TV? Yeah, why Miss TV? And why like if your whole goal there was to get over Eva Marie, right? Just have a backstage segment. Exactly. Somebody be like, "Who are you?" And then don't waste our time. Who is this sexy redhead walking around? Right. And slap then, you in the face, yeah. and we're done. She does cool. have me intrigued. I don't know much about her. You know much about her? You, no. you follow the you know, No, she's hot. She's got she's red hot. hair. Yeah. Like dyed red hair. Right. It's yeah, like yeah. Re- it's, it's like yeah. candy apple red hair. Yeah, now here's like the thing. Hair. For for the smart fans uh that are watching this and, and for us as well, are you gonna watch Total Divas? Because that's what they're mm. pushing so hard. I might DVR it and I will. uh and just <laughs> just to see how it comes off. I'll watch it to see if you there's a I mean? nipple. I want to see how they format the show, what they do, you know, that kind of stuff. I want to see a nipple. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> That's I, all I, I want to see. I wish I saw a nipple. And you, <laughs> right. got all, you stole all the nipple coverage. Right. So thanks so, for that. Yeah, you know, I'm here for you. <laughs> what they do follow it up there, and there was a lot better. And it was a backstage segment with Brad Maddox, the Maddox. Yes. Talking on the phone. They're always talking on the phone when they cut back to them backstage. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, yeah. Always, <laughs> they always talk- talking on the phone. Who are they talking to? When it was Laura Nitus, he was texting. Right. Which was cool. Yeah. I like that better. Yeah. But they're always talking. Who are they talking yeah, to? so I uh, blah, blah, blah. It's oh, always- hey, somebody interrupts me. Got to go. And it's always the board. Yeah. yeah the board calls. Yeah. Well, they have a decision. To, I don't know who he's talking to. Can we know to. who those board members are? Yeah. You, you know, know. Jack you- Tunney. Are you still <laughs> on that Jack board? Tunney. You know. It is uh, every... Single one of them has been Jack Tunney. <laughs> exactly. No, so uh, Triple H comes up and interrupts him. Mm-hmm. And he goes into a pretty decent promo that I liked where he uh, was talking to Maddox and he said, basically, he said, it seems almost like you were very nervous and that somebody else was making your thoughts for you because mm-hmm. he kept dissing on 
Daniel Bryan not being ready, right. alluding to the fact that he's uh, being run over by McMahon and and being told how to how to run the show. Yeah, because it's always been notorious that Vince McMahon likes the six five, two hundred and sixty five pound jacked out of their gills, you know, yes. monster. Yes. Well, now Triple H tells him that there's two trains leaving this station, and he needs to pick carefully which train he gets on because one of those trains is the future, and the other one is a dead end. I love that one. I loved that That was line. really cool. That I liked was it. really cool. You know, Triple H, when he, when he gets focused or when he gets into a segment or into a storyline, I should say, man, he can do some really good work. Triple and that H was a really the, yeah. yeah, that was a really good promo. I liked it. He's one of the best promo workers ever. One of my favorites was when he was feuding with Ric Flair, and he was talking about taking him out behind the woodshed. Yeah, and that and, was right before Ric Flair joined Evolution. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That was yes. a really good one. Yes, yeah, like was, I said, when he's focused, he can yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. Triple H is great, and I think WWE is in good hands with I Triple hope so. H running the thing. I hope so. Especially with the McMahon still involved Yep, with the family. So yeah, because then, then Stephanie uh, appeared shortly after Triple H left and kind of, you know, was like, oh, I've kind of been in the same boat, ha, 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 which, you know, that's her role. So, uh, yeah. but it was a good segment. I de- definitely liked it. I think this is going to be an interesting build, uh, this Triple H, Stephanie versus McMahon. Well, as we get thing. closer, I will share my theory yes. of why or what I think will happen from this. And I think it has a uh, Austin 316 in it, I think which it I'll does, tell you later. We'll talk about more about that in weeks to come even, because I'm sure yes, we'll get more of these, definitely. these topics. But right now we got to take another break. I like it. Time for another break, and we're going to come back with the final bits of the Raw Breakdown here on the Spanish Announce Table, the Trending Topics Network. We'll be back. What's up, people? Mr. Old School, Alter Ego to the Mountie, here to let you know about a new podcast that I've been working on called Old School at the Movies. We talk all about the latest news and rumors, we review stats, we've got our own movie review of the week, predictions, contests, all that good stuff. Check us out at oldschoolmovies.net. Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. not survive long if you go through the Spanish announce table, my friend. Nobody gets up. Nobody. Nobody gets up from the Spanish announce table. And you're listening to it. The Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network with T-Mac and Captain Awesome. That's me. I'm T-Mac. He's T-Mac. I'm the captain of all things awesome. Including this show. I mean, let's be honest. This show's awesome. It is. This show's awesome. The Trending Topics Network is awesome. And so is your other show, Fight Show Live. Yes. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. MMA fans, listen yes. to that. Yes. So let's get back into Raw. Let's break down Raw through the Spanish announce table and end Raw. Okay. Fandango. Fan, fandango. 
I said that wrong, didn't I? No, I think you said it right the second time. <laughs> versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. versus Cody Rhodes uh-huh. with Sandow on commentary. Sandow is becoming my new favorite thing on Raw. I yes. just like listening to him talk. I yes. like watching him wrestle. You know, he's got the, uh, the the genius kind of gimmick, but now he's adding a little bit more of the, well, I created that with the Cody Rhodes angle. You know, I just love everything that Sandow is doing. He, I like the push he's getting. He, he's he's on fire right now. He does remind me a lot of the genius. Yes. Leaping Lanny Poffo. Right, yes. The genius, yes. only better. Right. He's not reading poems off a frisbee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crowd. Yeah, and he, he's a little bit meaner. <laughs> well, and he's a little bit meaner. Yes. You know what I mean? He he's got that edge. Yeah, he has a purpose. You know, he, he's, he's not. storylines. Yeah, yeah. And I like this one with Cody Rhodes. Yes. Although I think it's weird that Cody Rhodes is, is turning babyface. I don't like it. I think Cody Rhodes is better as a, a heel, but we'll see what he does with this babyface turn. I think Cody Rhodes was better as a heel when he was doing uh, Dash and Cody Rhodes. I love and then, Dash and, and Cody what Rhodes. What was he dastardly? What was the? Oh yeah, when he had the mask. Yeah, yeah that was. I like that the dashing. Too, but, yeah, but yeah, the dashing with the grooming tips. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And looking yes. at himself at the yes. uh, at the uh, entrance. Yes, yeah. they had a mirror. Right. On the entrance. It, yeah. So great. Right. Yeah. That was when I yes. thought Cody Rhodes was hitting on all cylinders. Yes. Now he's doing well. Obviously, with the Road Scholars, I thought that was great. Yeah. But that was more. If you looked at that angle, that's more Damian Sandow. Plus Cody Rhodes, right? Yeah, I think it's time for him to have a quick face run. Yeah, let that, it run its course. Right, he was running stale. They they couldn't just go back to the dashing or the right, yeah, or yeah. the dastardly. What did they call him? I, I, I have to look it up. But uh, I think this is better. He's it's going well. The yeah. crowd's responding to it now. I don't know if that's in response to Sandow. I think it is. I think Sandow is carrying the storyline. Yes. But I think Sandow would carry almost any storyline he's involved in. He exactly. is that good. Right. I think he's main event ready. I'm glad they gave him the money in the bank briefcase. Yep. Nobody else in that thing would have carried it as well as he does. No. No. The only, the only one you could have maybe done well was uh, uh, the Shield. You know, having Ambrose, yeah, Ambrose win win the uh, right. thing, and then do the taking over the WWE. But they're even kind of getting a little stale, as we talked about a little bit I earlier think so too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Sandow was the perfect choice, yeah. and he's he's doing great right now. Yeah. If Ambrose didn't have a title, yeah, right. Yeah. And also, so on the other side of that match, though, Cody Rhodes with Fandango or Dongo, however you want to say it, Fandongle. Oh yeah, fun. Yeah, Fandango. <laughs> Fandongle. Yeah. He needs he needs a feud. Yeah. He came in hot with the Chris Jericho getting a damn WrestleMania win in his WrestleMania debut over Y2J. And after that, <laughs> they haven't done a damn thing they with him. They haven't done a damn thing. And so he needs a feud. And you got a girl on your arm. You could easily do something with her where she's getting on your nerves or you're too good or maybe she acts Somebody's too good for to her. Hit on her. Yeah, or she's acting too good for him. You got something there. Use yeah. it. Because right now, it seems as if. Hey, let's all put our fingers in the air. Da, 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 da. And that's fun. Hey, we did it last yes, time they're here. But it could be confusing with the yes. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. You so, got too many fingers pointing in the air. What do you do? I don't with know them? what to do. Right. I know what to do with my fingers. <laughs> but, but, but I don't know if everybody else knows <laughs> right. what to do with them. So you need a feud with him. And so hopefully something happens because he's such a damn good wrestler. He had such good momentum and now it's yeah that's it that is exactly what, what give me that again yeah that's exactly what it is yeah. so next was punk Heyman, and these guys are always money yeah and you know what it's almost sad not sad but it's 
we're almost taking it for granted. It's always so good that when they're this good as they were last night, yes, you're almost like, yeah, that's expected. You yeah. know what I mean? You're not like like yeah. I, the the best versus the beast, yeah, and yeah. then Heyman with his line saying the best is, is the, the beast. beast. That was so awesome. I, I like when Punk said that. Just says that's everything about Lesnar. He can beat me down, but he can't keep me down. Right, and I so like that too. It's so good, but then. They were following up last week with the attack, Which and that was, was probably so one awesome. Of, the best of all time, right? And it's so it's oh. like they're so but damn good. You know what else he said? Lesnar. He said, "I won't deny Lesnar is a monster, but monsters were put on this earth for one thing to be slaughtered." I was just like, "This is great." Yes, this guy is great. Yes, yeah. It, it, but like I said, I think people are taking it for granted. Like last night's segment was amazing, amazing, amazing. And yes, I think it is the highlight of the show, but. It, it, everyone goes well. It wasn't as good as last week. Mm-hmm. Well, damn, man, last yeah, week was you, amazing. Yeah, you know, how do you, you top, got an A plus and an A. How do you top giving her three orgasms? Like, if you only give her two, <laughs> right. Then all of a sudden, oh, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even. Do, yeah, but yeah. There you go. So, um, but it was amazing. And then I like Paul Heyman saying that Brock Lesnar is his best friend. Yes. You know, oh, <laughs> such that a cheap feud shot. is going. Nowhere but up. That yeah. is great. And they can yeah. carry that all the way through SummerSlam. They could carry that for a while. Well, and if Brock Lesnar wants to leave, let's say it's real life and he has a contract dispute and wants to go, yeah. you can carry it with Curtis Axel because as long as you got Heyman and Punk it's talking, Heyman and Punk. yeah, yeah you're good. Punk. Well, they moved on to that uh, by a throwaway match of RVD versus Wade Barrett, which I don't even have much to say about other than the RVD welcome back tour continues yep. and the let's job Barrett. To her poor continues. Barry. Yeah. And I mean, he's losing on like WWE main event. Now. Yeah. To, to everybody and yeah, everybody. Just yeah. squash matches, even. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Squash and matches. he's good. He's good. So he I deserves don't get a it. better thing. I don't know if he's pissed somebody off in the back or something. Yeah. Or, I mean, he was a bare knuckle fighter. He's British. Well, he's, no, <laughs> he was a bare knuckle fighter. Maybe he hit someone in the back, uh, you know? Yeah. Maybe Hot tempered Brits. Maybe he looked at Steffi too wrong. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she liked his uh, British accent a little bit too much. <laughs> I can't even do that either. I suck at life. Um, but that ended with uh, Daniel Bryan basically running a gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, which was an interesting way to go about it, I think. Well, outside of Punk Heyman, as far as their feud being the highlight of each Raw, mm. Daniel Bryan's wrestling is yeah. the highlight of each Raw, and so that's what they featured. And Daniel Bryan is just over. Over the moon, just over. And this is what's a little bit frustrating for me. The Antonio Cesaro-Daniel Bryan match was great. Yeah. That finish was awesome. Yeah. Everything yes. about it was great, but you got it lost in a gauntlet match. So then it kind of gets well, disrespected. They really sold this well, choreographed the whole way through, because... Daniel Bryan faced Swagger, and it was back and forth, and Daniel Bryan got the best of him. Mm-hmm. Then Cesaro comes in, and he's controlling most of that match, right. overpowering him, and he sneaks in the win. Right. But then, Ryback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryback, which I think was a... Feed me s'mores. I think it was set up for the big show. Yep. Because they teased Big Show coming back on Monday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, they teased it on SmackDown. He didn't show up. Yeah, so he's, he's probably still, still hurt. Yeah. And so... so I think that was Big Show's spot. But Ryback serves the same... Purpose there, yeah, I think. it's still the same guy as right. far as the, the monster heel. Do you think they say something? Because earlier, Brian had told Cena not to come out and interfere in anything. And then now the match is over. Mm-hmm. So there's Cena's out saying the match is over, and he was just going to hurt you. Right. But he came out to save him after he threw him through the table. 
and then Wasn't challenged the Spanish him to table though. So yeah, yeah. totally not cool. Yeah, it, well, and it didn't even hurt him that bad because he ended Raw standing up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chaining the yes. ending. It looked like they ended too early. Yep. Oh, if anybody else caught that, but I like this feud. I think they need to give it to Daniel Bryan. I'm worried they're not gonna. You like the feud of Daniel Bryan John Cena? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think. I don't know if you don't give it to him now. Well, when? Well, I think my personal opinion is they will give it to Daniel Bryan, but someone we missed talking about on this Monday Night Raw episode was Mr. Randy Orton, mm-hmm. who's lurking in the background. Yeah, I see. So I think to make a good heel turn for Orton, you give the belt to Daniel Bryan, who's the biggest baby face there is right now, and then instantly have him lose it to Randy Orton, so who already has great matches. Yeah, so you know, chase it again. Chase it again. And then you can do a triple threat, throw in Cena's yawn ass. And when I say yawn, I'm not saying Spanish. I'm saying yawn like, oh, yeah, like you're yeah. yawning. He's yawn Cena to me. It's contagious. You just right. made me yawn. I hate you for that now. <laughs> but what a workhorse. So even, even after all that, the guy wrestles for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then... It goes off. Yep. I have the dark match information right here. Hot off the press. Anybody hasn't gone to a WWE match or event, there's always a dark match afterwards. Always. For you, the fans in attendance, to get your money's worth. Mm-hmm. And this one was Mark Henry versus John Cena in a match. Okay. The Shield comes out. Like they do. Like they do. To beat them down. Who comes out to help? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Daniel Bryan comes out to help. And then they make a six-man match, and Daniel Bryan wrestles again. Let's hope, obviously I didn't see the match, let's hope that Daniel Bryan was doing a lot of standing, and it was more yeah, Henry Maybe he was Cena. on the edge, yeah, yeah that's true. Let's hope that's the case, but you know what? It probably wasn't the case. It probably wasn't the case, but the guy's over. I, you've got it. So, even if you give it to him to let him lose it right away and chase it again, you got to give it to him. Yeah. And then you got to give it to him after that. Right. Daniel Bryan is more over than I've seen anybody since Steve Austin. As far as the crowd getting up, being involved, yeah. definitely. Maybe Orton when he was a heel and they had to turn him face because the crowd was behind him. Right. He was really over there. Right, right. But he's got 16,000 people chanting yes. Well, like I said earlier off air, if you just watched Raw on mute, it looks like they're getting as crazy as when Stone Cold yes. would come out. They're standing up doing yeah. the... They the, are. Yeah, I mean, it's nuts. The music hits and they start yes. Yep. And then especially when he starts and they match oh, yeah. his pace mm-hmm. and it's yes, yep. yes, yes. Yes, and it's thunderous. Yes, it's great. It's thunderous. Like when you break through the Spanish announce table. We'll nice be back. Plug. Nice yeah. Plug. We'll be back for the second hour of the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network after a quick break.
ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. Ah, I love it. The Spanish announce table. It's a good name. I love it. I, I think it's. I think we're. It's for the smart fans. Yes. Because you know you could say pro wrestling talk live. Okay. Yeah. Well, I obviously know what that's about. Yeah. Wrestle recap. Wrestle. Like, yeah. Um, wrestle recap. You know, or, or C Nation or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. I'm changing the name to C Nation. C Nation. That's what everyone's that's doing. That's the new it's name cool of the thing. show. You're so, listening to C Nation with T Mac and Captain Awesome. <laughs> right. And so. I think it's a good one. I don't know. I let's, like it. let's get some feedback. How about that? Yeah, you tell us at Table Show on Twitter or Table Show at gmail.com. But let's break down SmackDown through the Spanish announce table. Teddy Long, Booker T, open the show for their uh, job review. Which, okay. And uh, the that foiled, seems forced. The foiled, didn't it? Yeah. Okay. But the foiled plot of both of them is that uh, Vince McMahon names Vicky Guerrero as the permanent. GM of SmackDown. It was a good segment, but if you would have read the spoilers, you know, it, it kind of seemed like, eh, pff, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the a lot, just letting you that's know. That's fine. That's my, this is crap. We should just put it in a sound clip. Let's, yeah, well, eventually it. we'll do that, but it's a, uh, it, it, it. it seemed forced if you, if you read it, but it was a good segment. Yeah. You know. I think that's going to be good, though. I think she's the better draw. Definitely. Oh, man. Absolutely. She draws so much heat. As good as Daniel Bryan is to get the crowd to say yes, she is good at getting them to boo. Thunderous Oh, boo. my God. Just so much heat. Right. And it's, I mean, like, people say it's X-Pac heat, but I, I don't even think it's necessarily that. I think she's just that good. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. I don't think people generally dislike her. I think they know they're supposed to not like her. Right. And she makes them not like them, you know, with the annoying voice, the excuse me. I mean, she's great. She is great. So as far as getting SmackDown, as I like to call SmackDown, Diet Raw. Yes. You know, it used to have recaps. Yeah. It used to have its own personality, you know, back in the days when Kurt Angle and Undertaker were wrestling for the title, or even Batista and Edge, they had a really great feud for the title. It had its own personality, its own image. Now it's just Diet Raw. Diet Raw. Here's what happened on Raw, Here's and a, here's a little bit of fallout from right, it. Right, yeah. And if we don't have enough time to do a storyline on Raw, well, we'll give it on SmackDown. Mid-card match. Yeah. Yeah. Mid- will be the main event. You <laughs> right, know? yeah. So. so they follow that up with Dolph beating, jeez, uh, oh, who do you wrestle? Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. Classic Swags. Classic Swags. He beats, well, Classic Swags, he jobs to right. Dolph Ziggler's former tag team partner. Um, and Dolph gets on the mic and says he broke up with his girlfriend on Monday and that he's sorry that he's sorry that he didn't do it sooner, which I thought was funny. Which was very funny. But that sends AJ Lee into a tirade, a crazy flipping chairs, throwing stuff around the backstage segment, which then a very intriguing, interesting part of the storyline happened. Big E. Big E. Next in line. Goes to comfort her. 
Let me hold your hand. Let me let me squeeze you with my massive pectorals. <laughs> and leans in for the kiss and goes for the forehead kiss instead after it looked like she was shocked and horrified that this was happening. Right. Which I'd be a little shocked if Big E was, had me in his grasp about to smooch <laughs> me as well. Well, you know what it kind of reminded me of is like when you're in uh, uh, you know when you're in the friend zone and you go for the kiss and then you realize I don't know what oh. you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, no one knows what no, that's like. No. Will, you know, in, I don't. <laughs> when you're in the friend zone and you go for the kiss and you go, "Oh crap, wait a minute. Uh, she doesn't like this, so I got to save I, save face. To, yeah. uh, oh, it's on the forehead." Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're just friends still. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I still Love don't know you, what pal. you're talking about. <laughs> so, they also had uh the Shield and the Usos were going to have a match, but a fight starts before the the bell even rings and Mark Henry comes out to help and the Shield retreats. Which is funny because on Raw later they said, oh, I'm never, yeah, on Monday they said, I've I'm never no, seen them run I like that. You know why? Yeah. You know why? Because they don't watch SmackDown. Yeah, that's why they're on SmackDown. <laughs> they're the commentators. They don't watch it. It was JBL and Cole. No, they don't watch yes, it. Yes, yes, you saw them retreat. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's pre-recorded oh, from earlier in the man. week. They're just reading lines. They actually never saw that. So. uh the Barrett jobbing again happens to Daniel Bryan. Yes. JBL did say something about the WWE app that I thought was a little pushing the PG boundaries also when he said, all you got to do is tap that app. I don't know if you caught that. That was yeah. a little, uh, <laughs> I see what you did well, there. Well, J- JBL likes to do that from time to time. And yeah. I think that's why on Raw they still have Jerry. Yeah. It's because they're like, hey, look here, JBL. Sometimes you get out of line. Sometimes you confuse yourself. Let's get the veteran, Jerry Lawler, who used to be amazing. Now he's a shell of himself and kind of just hangs out. And that's not even saying because of the heart attack. Even before the heart attack, he he was just hanging out. Oh, no, whatever. I know. He really... It's time for him to go. As sad as I that is, feel, but like, I mean, and you could you could get him you could get him off the announce table by by putting him with a wrestler. I think that's the easiest way to get someone off of doing commentary and into a, a storyline, and then out of right, everyone's when that memory. Storyline ends because when the storyline ends, then he can just fade. Especially if it's a long drawn out storyline, right? A good three four month build, right? Because you know yeah. if you if the the audience gets attached to someone and they take him off the commentary. Uh, you get the Jim Ross effect. Yes, you know. Yeah, people are still I, I pissed think, that Jim Ross isn't doing it. I think if he found somebody that he do the standard, this guy reminds me of myself. Right, they're they're wasting, spin their wheels on him. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Barrett, somebody like that that's right. just getting the the shaft. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he becomes their manager or their advisor right, or yeah. whatever. And mentor, he, uh, yes, mentor, you know, yes. You know, you could do something a la uh, Michael Hayes and the Hardys. Yes, you know, it gives somebody the Jerry the King Lawler rub, which is a pretty significant rub. The guy's a legend, definitely, definitely. And you know, it, it doesn't always have to be a heel. I feel like every manager nowadays, when people come up with this concept, they think, oh, he'll join the biggest heel. You know that he can't. No, it could be a good guy. Yeah, it could just be. You know, the the opposite of what Curtis Axel and uh, Paul Heyman are doing, just do it as a baby face. It's just easier to get somebody over as a heel to begin with because it's hard to go out there and make a crowd cheer for you. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Not, not for me. Yeah, you know, maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see from this reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As there were crickets. Um, no, but we move on to there to... Mad Ox, the Mad Ox, going up to Vicky Guerrero in the back saying, hey... Congratulations! You know it's crazy what happened. Let's let you know. Let's put this behind us, and now we can kind of work together. And she says, "Well, let's just move on. Let bygones be bygones." And she was the. Sh- she says, "Let's 
shake on it. And when he reaches out, she slaps him across the face. Yeah, because another reason why I thought this was kind of forced with getting uh, Teddy Long and Booker T out is the Monday prior, Vicky was having people sign her petition and I went back in the in the yeah, arena like kind a, of thing. A last-minute decision. You right, think? Yeah. and so then she's fighting to get back into the arena almost – and now she automatically has a job. I mean, I get it because yeah. Vince liked her, but then why was she yeah. petitioning? But it Vince just didn't did say, sense. I'll make this right. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, what? I thought she was going to be Ryback's manager is what I thought. Because, yeah. You know, yeah, or love were... interest or whatever, which would have been right. awesome, man. That I think that would have been, been great. That would have been wonderful to see, like, Vicky Guerrero been... and Ryback. Man. Yeah. That would have been great television. The odd couple. And I guess they the can least. still do that, I as guess. As far as love interest, yeah. I guess they can still do that. Yeah. But I like this new Vicky, this angry Vicky out for revenge is kind of nice. I mean, we've seen that before, but, like, this has a different feel for it. Like, yeah, she really this has feels some anger. Over. Yeah, this yeah. has some anger behind it, unlike yes. it's going after a wrestler because, you know, they don't want that wrestler to be the right. top this is a, a you done me wrong, right. people, and yep. I'm unleashing all holy hell. And right. she's the permanent GM yep. with the backing of the CEO. Mm-hmm. I think this could go over well. The only thing that I hope doesn't happen is another WrestleMania GM versus GM match. That's the only thing where they have to stay away from because, man, if they did Those that are again. are favorite matches. What are are they? No. Uh, the Diva <laughs> Pillow matches right behind it? Well, yeah. I do like that, but as far as quality well, of match, mm, you know. Mm, eh. mm. Get to see some nipple, maybe. Nipple. <laughs> we got a nipple alert. Um, they follow that up. Let's hear it. With a commercial for Rock Pocalypse. You got this game yet? No, Rock man. You know why? Because I tried to download it and immediately. Really? Yeah, I, I tried to because, you know, hey, I'm a big rock uh, fan. Okay. And I tried to download it. You're the said, one. Yeah, I no. am the one. <laughs> and uh, I tried to download it and it was like, man, this is going to take up so much oh, time man. to do it. And I'm like, ah, then I'm not going to do well, it. Well, I got it on the tablet and I haven't opened it yet. Ah. So I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. Give us a review next rock week. How about that? fighting zombies. Right, I mean, well, what could go wrong? Nothing. Nothing. It doesn't. You know, I get it. Rock is still a big name, so let's make every dollar we can off of his name. But that's just, obviously geared towards someone just, younger than us. Just print more money. Yeah, why not? Money. Hey, it's smart for them. Just print more money. So the Rock, I mean, he's good for the industry, though. I mean, he, he really is. Uh, oh, definitely. I definitely. mean, as much as his shtick is boring to a smart wrestling fan, mm-hmm. it's the same thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I well, don't like. Is- I don't like. Rock story time in the ring. I want some back and forth promos. Well, this is the thing that uh, I I came to the conclusion of is Rock isn't the Rock anymore. Rock is now Super Cena, mm-hmm. where it's here's it, it's a little bit cooler promo than the Cena promo because he can say ass and bitch, and you get right. a little bit more credibility because he was there in the Attitude Era. But it's the same. I came from nothing. Now I'm here. Hustling, loyalty, respect. I mean, basically, he could say that. Yeah. And, you know, when he was having his matches with uh, Cena and Punk, their finishers weren't working on him. So he was super Cena, except he was Rock. So the Rock that me and you grew up watching, that Rock doesn't exist, at least right now. And, you know, he's talked about not coming back. I don't think he ever will. Yeah, I don't. So, uh, you know, he's super Cena, but to a cooler crowd. You know, if you're 12 or 13, you like rock, but if you're nine or ten, 
you're like Cena. You know what I mean? It's yeah, the same guy. It is the it's same just guy. a little bit cooler because you could say ass and bitch. Ass and bitch. <laughs> ass and bitch helps. <laughs> yeah. I like bitch and ass. <laughs> I do too. I always like a good bitch and ass in my promos. <laughs> well, we're going to take another break and we'll finish up talking about SmackDown when we return to the Spanish announced table on the Trending Topics Network because we're going to talk some uh, Ms. TV when we come back. Sound good to you? I like it. All right. Stick with us, Trending Topics Network. Spanish now stable. Mixed Martial Arts has found a home in Kansas City. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tina. Tune in every Sunday night at 8 as they cover the cage with news, commentary, calls, and big name interviews. Oh my God! Heel to the jaw. How good was that? Experts in the business of beatdown. He paused with the left and bang! Right on the jaw! Fight Show Live with Ozone and Team Sunday nights at 8 on Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. Latino Heat. Chica, ¿tú quieres probar a un Latino más? That, that in no movie. way was racist. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I just feel like, you know what I mean? That's a... <laughs> well, just like when the Wolfpack song played, you, you felt like the coolest kid in the room. Yeah. When Latino Heat plays, you feel like, for me, I feel yeah. like having a barbecue outside, right. playing some, you know, some you Latin music. got a crotch rocket that right. you're working on, maybe? Exactly. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. How... Oh. I miss Eddie really too. racist right now. Yeah, it's okay. But, but Eddie Guerrero <laughs> was a great wrestler. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero. God bless America. He was man, definitely one of the better ones. Uh, the whole thing is, we might not have Vicky Guerrero on our TV if Eddie Guerrero hadn't died. Because he didn't that want is her true. In the industry. Yeah, he said no. You stay out. But man, man, I love Eddie Guerrero. He was she's a great wrestler. One of the better heels of all time, I think. For of not all being a wrestler. Time. Yeah, of all time. Yeah, yeah she's up uh, there with the Heymans and the Heenans yes. and the Jimmy Hart. Think of how many people she's gotten over too. Oh, Edge. Edge. Yeah, yeah. Ziggler. Who else was she with? She was dating somebody else too. Oh, she's had. Uh, um, now I went yeah, brain well, dead. Just, but uh, yeah, she's had she's all awesome. of them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, poor Eddie. Oh well, he was wrong on that one. Great wrestler, but wrong on that one. So SmackDown finishing it up. Yep. Miss TV had Heyman on. Well, just like we were saying, Heyman. Seriously, I think for as great of a career that Paul Heyman's had. Obviously, in his early days with WCW, with the big cell phone and his family, yeah, you know, big cell phone, yeah. and then you know, obviously ECW, which he's probably most known for. All I, I, well, he is, well, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the ECW right now. This is the best Paul Heyman in oh, my mind. Man, yeah, he can't he do anything wrong. So, and he's so he's eloquent for mm-hmm. one. Yep, and he always says the right thing, and he's doing it in a PG era. Yes, which further solidifies that he probably is the best but manager he does of all time. the little things he uses those psychological triggers mm-hmm. he always says Barack Lesnar yeah. always mm-hmm. every time yep even when he's speaking quickly Barack Lesnar he always says that it's yep. these little things that puts things in the back of your head mm-hmm. that's what you say about I guarantee yep. you when you refer to Brock Lesnar more often than not you're saying Barack Lesnar yes and the yeah. whole Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. It's just a heat magnet. The guy knows this industry inside and out. But yeah, I think right now he's 
he's the best he's ever been. Yeah. And it helps because he does have that track record. You know, if this was a new guy that was just coming in, maybe people are still on the fence on whether he's good yeah, or yeah, bad yeah. as being this kind of a character. But with that track record, like I just spoke of, of ECW and even WCW in the early 90s, late 80s, you know, all of that combined with how good he is now, he can't do any anything no, wrong. He can't. Yeah. Paul Heyman is the man. Definitely. Paul Heyman, he's the like. I will not fast forward through any Paul Heyman segment. Never, ever. Even when he's on, I'll rewatch him. Right, even when he's on Diet Raw, Diet and, he, Raw. and he goes uh, goes after uh, uh, the the blonde uh, ring announcer or the backstage. Uh, what interviewer. is her name? I don't know. Pretty girl. Uh, pretty girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forgettable. Yeah. Pretty, blonde pretty blonde. Slut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, he goes after her and cuts her down, and that was probably the best segment of that SmackDown. Yeah. And who is she? Yeah, who is she? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what we're saying. Yeah. Well, that that Miss TV goes awry. Miss, you know, insults him a bunch and kind of walks out uh, and has a stare down with Curtis Axel that was intriguing. Curtis Axel's, I'm liking him more and more yeah. as it goes along. Mm-hmm. He's playing the role well. I still think he needs some mic work. But he has a match with Jericho, and he defeats Jericho after hitting his badass finisher. It's great. What it? is the name of that thing? I, I wish I knew what the name Perfection, of that is. Perfection, maybe. Somebody hit us up. At table show, table show at gmail.com. Let us know what the name of that is. It's like a inverted, it's like he's setting him up for a backdrop neck breaker kind mm-hmm. of a thing where they're back to back and he's got his head over his shoulder and then he swings him over, face plants him on. Oh, yeah. It looks badass. It is great. And he's a good wrestler, obviously. That's yeah. why he's with Paul Heyman. They got don't good put him pedigree in. Too. Yeah, yeah. They don't put him in there with, you know. They don't put Paul Heyman with guys in there that suck. Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. No, they certainly don't. And when you get a win over Jericho, yeah, can't go anywhere. Jericho wrong. does so much dirt, man. Yeah. He does so much dirt. He'll go oh, he'll let anyone go over on him. Anyone. As long as, as, long as it makes sense. If he thinks that person's got the goods, he's going to let him go over right. on him Great. and sell him mm-hmm. and not yeah, he is awesome. Jericho has been great. Jericho gets it. Jericho knows the industry. Definitely. So now after that happens, Ryback comes out to beat down Jericho, which I thought was setting up another SummerSlam match. But you inform me that Jericho's contract is up. Yeah, Jericho's contract is up. He's going to go on tour with Fozzie. So the WWE thing to do yeah, is so that you're awesome. not. Yeah, Fozzie. Uh, Fozzie. Uh, I've actually seen them in concert. They're in Kansas City. They weren't <laughs> Who bad. Who gave you those tickets? <laughs> right, exactly. They weren't bad, but, you know, yeah, okay. as far as yeah, being I mean, the I'm top sure they're level, musically fine. Yeah, they're like, musically yeah. fine, but, man, Jericho needs to be in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but his contract ended. He's going to go on tour with Fozzie, and the WWE thing to do is to beat you up so you leave on injury send or, you, you know, yeah, send you off. And so that's what that was about. Yeah. Well, that's good, but he'll be back. Of course. He'll probably make a surprise. Uh, He'll do some promos coming up. Well, he's done the promos. He made the surprise thing in Royal Rumble. Maybe he comes back as a surprise uh, tag partner in a Survivor Series match. (sighs) You know? Yeah, but there's got to be a lead-up. He always does lead-up promos. Well, not the Royal Rumble, remember? He came in number two. Just Royal Rumble's different. Right, right, right. Yeah, because you can do that. So maybe there's a Team Cena versus Team Orton. I'm making this up. Team Cena versus Team Orton, and he's one of the members of those teams. Okay. Maybe. That'd be cool. I'd buy that. Whatever. So they move into Sandow with an in-ring promo. It was great. Which is always great. Protector of the case. The protector of the case. He says to Cody Rhodes, I I even might have this in my notes. I'm going to pull these up because this was just great, the things he said on here. Let me find this exactly. He says, 
This makes for great radio while I'm looking for my notes. Well, he says, we're still, he says, I'm not going to react like all you people would have and try to beat him down mm-hmm. and all this stuff. He says, Cody Rhodes and I are civilized human beings and we're still best friends. And he wants to provide the opportunity for Cody Rhodes to come out and explain himself so we can move past this. Right. Just great. Yeah. I mean, the guy just oozes sleaze. Mm-hmm. And that's the great part about him. He just plays the role so well. Yes. I love him. But here's the thing for me, as far as the the uh, genesis of this feud, I'm not, I don't really hate Damian Sandow for doing what he did. Every man yeah. was for no, himself. Absolutely. So I don't see it as a heel turn on him. I mean, obviously they're both heels. Yeah. But yeah, I don't see that. Like I kind of like, yeah. Yeah. And, and he says it right. Cody would have done the same thing. Right. Then he says he wants to offer him the quote metaphorical olive branch, which was a great line. Uh-huh. And wants to give him the opportunity to be the protector of the case. Now, see, this is when you start to get the real feud. Because then, you know, you could say, hey, man, what a jerk move of you to do. Now I can start hating this guy. Because if you just go off of money in the bank, you could have guys or or fans just say, you know what? I'm not mad at him because I would have done the same thing as him. He basically told him to get my bags. (laughs) (laughs) A la Scott Steiner. get my bags. We got a Scott Steiner reference in the first episode. (laughs) That is great. You got to love it. He's the protector of the case. So Rhodes beats him down and Sandow runs off. Yep. Still saying, I still got it. He keeps saying that. Mm -hmm. It's still mine. Which it is. I still got it. And that's great. Which I think that'll lead to a SummerSlam match of a, you know, uh, loser, uh, or winner, I should say. Winner gets money in the bank briefcase. That's probably what they'll do. That's what you I think see. so? That's well, what I'm guessing. still better leave it with Sandow. Of course. Yeah, of course. Maybe. He called himself the uncrowned world champion on Raw. I thought that was really a smart thing to say. He says, ballsy. He says, I'm the uncrowned world heavyweight champion. That's just a matter of fact. Yeah, that's like, ballsy. Yeah. It's so, true to me. After that, Darren Young. Gets another former world world champion. Well, actually, WWE champion. Yes, yes, and ECW. Yeah, and ECW. This one spins. (laughs) RVD job. Pretty throwaway segment. Mm -hmm. Then we move back to Guerrero and Teddy Long. And Teddy Long tries to play the nice role and congratulate her and yada, yada. And she says, look, we've worked together before. She's playing the nice thing. She says, let's just work together. Let's let bygones be bygones. And he says, you really mean that? And she pauses and says, hell yeah. No. <laughs> and then calls for security and throws him out and right. says, if you want to come back, so help me God, you better buy a ticket. Yeah. Or get my bag. <laughs> get my bags. I'm going to do him an egg. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> if you haven't seen this promo we're talking oh, about, it's Scott Steiner with Tyson Tomko from TNA. It's amazing. YouTube it if, you, if you've got a minute. Yes. YouTube any of the Scott Steiner. Just yeah. Type in Scott Steiner botch, Scott Steiner versus the English language. All of it. Hilarious. Check him out. So the final of SmackDown was Orton in a damn good match with Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. These guys put on a hell of a match. And Orton's kind of where I see Triple H is when he's focused and wants to do a good match or wants to do a good promo, damn, he can do it. And so I think he just wanted to do a good match because – I really feel that people are kind of not all the way behind him on having yeah, that money right, in the bank. Right. So, yeah, you don't but believe But it's his I'm time good. again. Mm-hmm. I think he's got the goods. When he really wants it and they put a good push behind him, I think he can and do this it. Is, and this is the reason why my theory of Randy Orton gets the belt at SummerSlam works, I think, because he just beat the world champion. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah. you beat the world champion 
in my mind, you should be fighting for the WWE champion. He has the money in the bank, cashes it in on Daniel Bryan. Boom. That's what I think. Boom. And when it happens, you can thank me then. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I mean, I think that's where it's going to go. I just, and if I'm I wrong, uh, I never said it. I'm ready to see <laughs> Brian with the title, though. Yes. That's just my thing. I mean, of course, this is SmackDown, though, but that was a damn good match. They really, like, they choreographed it well. They do the back and forth. They focus on certain, like, they tell a story in the ring. And that's a, that's a hard art to do. Hard art to do. But they pulled it off. Definitely. But, you know, unfortunately, uh, as far as me being the casual, I'm not a casual fan. I'm a hardcore fan. But for the casual fan, it makes it difficult because in my mind and probably the casual fan's mind, it's Diet Raw. It is Diet Raw. So I'm going to miss it because I just want to see Raw. Well, that was the only uh, match. missed a great match. That was the only match by my count that went over like, you know, six minutes. Yeah, Yeah. it was was good, though. And overall, I gave SmackDown, I guess, I don't know, C, B minus. I'd give good. the match an A, but I'd give the whole show a, a, a C, because yeah. it's always a C, because yeah. yeah. it's diet raw. It is. It's just average. Well, we're going to take another break. Spanish Announce Table, Trending Topics Network, talk about some TNA when we come back. Yes. Yeah. Total nonstop action. What's up, people? Mr. Old School, Alter Ego to the Mountie, here to let you know about a new podcast that I've been working on called Old School at the Movies. We talk all about the latest news and rumors, we review stats, we've got our own movie review of the week, predictions, contests, all that good stuff. Check us out at oldschoolmovies.net. Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. Self high five. Self high five. DDP. DDP. Diamond Dallas Page. Creator. Yoga. Creator and innovator. DDP Yoga. YRG. It's a good workout. It is. Tried it. It is good. I don't like moving, but I've heard it is a good workout. It is a good workout, (laughs) and it's doing well for uh, Jakey Snakey and uh, Reza Ramo. Which you know. Thank God for DDP for just that reason, for saving two lives. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, his wrestling career is what it is. And forgettable. Yeah, some people hated it. Some people liked it. Some people thought it was forgettable. But, hey, at least he's saving two men's lives. Yes, and DDP true. Or in uh, Scott Hall and Jake the Snake Roberts. And, yeah, and good on them for trying to get back yeah. into, into shape, just back into healthy lives. Back into living. Back into living. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, they were man. both I feel on, like we need to sing Kumbaya. On well, hands, you know, they man. were both on autopilot there for a really uh, long yeah. time, so it looks like they're starting to slowly get back into uh, reality. It's, it's which, hard from when you're doing so many like hard drugs oh. and you're so deep into things like cocaine and crack and hardcore prescription drugs. It's hard to get out of that. And for as long. I mean, yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts was known decades. for doing this stuff, I mean, in the 80s. Yeah, decades. It's 2013, decades. for God's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. TNA. Yeah, let's transition to TNA. Big, big show. Right. Destination, Destination X. X. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. It was a good one. It was a good one. Now they start off with Bully Ray doing a good promo on Saban, calling him a little boy. Mm-hmm. You know, Bully Ray's a good heel. 
But they move into what you didn't like. I hate Brooke Hogan's character. Yeah. Look, if you're going to put a Twitter picture out there that you got engaged to the center of the Dallas Cowboys, then stop with the damn I'm married to Bully Ray. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You can't. Well, and she alluded to it or whatever. Still married. Whatever. Uh, we all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We all know. They're supposed to be the PG-13 show, right? Yeah. yeah. That's their whole thing. Yeah. So don't insult us by saying that the storyline is you're still married to Bully, but you're posting real pictures with your uh, new guy who you're about to get married to in real life. So just stop it. And she's not a good actor, you know, and Hogan, look- Hogan's my favorite wrestler of all time. Well, known for being not a good actor. Right. But that was a horrible promo. He came out limping and gimping. This and, is over. Yeah, this is brother. over. And just grabbed his daughter and brother. he, you know, and Bully did what he could to save the segment. Mm-hmm. But it should have just been about Chris Saban. Yeah. I'm going to beat you down, yeah, Chris absolutely. Saban. I'm going to beat you down, Chris absolutely. Saban. And Ace uh, and Ace. Look, I were wish out. they would have went longer with the Brooke Hogan, Bully Ray, Mary thing. I wish they would have made Brooke Hogan. On the side of aces and eights against her father, that would have been a great storyline. Yeah, give it time, right? Well, that's give true, it time. That's true. But yeah. they moved on from that. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. And they went to Austin Aries and Robert Roode, who last year's Destination X was the main event. And and here's the thing: the the uh, the Bound for Glory ser- Bound for Glory series. Excuse me, I am on the radio. I can talk from time to time. Uh, from time to time. Yeah, from time to time. It's great for this reason, because you can do an awesome match and not have a storyline to lead up to it. It can just be, yes. tonight, two of our best wrestlers are fighting because they need points for, for this series. Exactly. You know, And they put on a great match. I mean, they always do. They're the two top guys, I feel, as far as all-around talents in TNA. And, man, they proved it that night because yeah. it was a great well, Great match. Austin Aries, no points, and still doesn't have any after this. No, loss. no, no, Robert no, Roode. Robert Roode. Robert Roode. Yes, Robert Roode, and goes on a tirade, pulls a Jericho, as yes. you called it earlier, mm-hmm. uh, throwing things around. Right. And now, again, this Louisville crowd was into this, especially when he threw, he was either bottled water or soda. Yeah, and it got and over it everyone. That was pretty went, cool. Ooh, yeah, like yeah. All together, yeah. Yeah. They really did like that one. And, you know, it's interesting. I always get intrigued when they do this storyline because my mind goes to Y2J, and when Y2J did it, it was serious. You know, he right. was he was throwing he was throwing his tantrums because he really was pissed off. Yeah. So is Robert Roode pissed off because you know he was the longest TNA champion and now he's just floundering in a no storyline, hanging out, yeah. showing up on TV. I think this one was kayfabe though because he starts punching himself. In right. The head. Yeah. You know. Nobody does that. Yeah. Uh, well, especially if you're pissed off at someone else. Right. So you know, hopefully though, let's hope for God's sake. That he doesn't pull an AJ Styles, mm, you know. Uh, and now we got two no. stings. Because look, <laughs> look, they could yeah. do that. They TNA's could. writing, TNA's writing can be that bad. Trust me, <laughs> I've watched TNA long enough. Mm. And so, hopefully, it lights a fire under his ass, and he starts beating the crap out of some people, and you know, turns into Robert Roode, title contender, badass that I think is amazing. But most likely it'll be tantrums, tantrums, tantrums. Someone says grow up. They have a crappy feud, and then we move on. That's probably what it'll be like because they uh. TNA's writing is not good, except for as we get move on later mm, yeah. into the show. Yeah, that well, was so, good, but 
So okay. For the most part. So they move on to that, and they cut to aces and eights in the back, A and E, and they explain away Doc's disappearance. They say, oh, because of last week's vote, Doc turned in his cut, and he's gone, and they're all like, yeah, that happens. Move on. Meanwhile, in reality, Luke Gallows tweets that his contract had ended with TNA, and they decided to part ways. Luke Gallows, to me, as you mentioned, he's a really, really good performer. Got a good look. Got a great look. Big got, guy. Yeah. I mean, got everything you would need in a good wrestler. Yeah. But he's almost like Tyson Tomko. Kind of, but, you know, the I 2013 mean, Tyson Tomko. Good wrestler work, and everything, but... Needs some work on the mic, but I think if you put him through NXT... Right. Especially that new WWE Center. Yes. Where, you know, they're yes. doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's good friends with CM Punk. We'll probably see him back, I would think. Or uh, or send him over to up, Japan. I heard somebody bring up, and I forget who it was, but it was on that AllWrestling.com week interview with Dan the Cannon. Check mm-hmm. that out. Yeah, definitely check it out. He brought up that he says not only do they need to have that center, but they also need to be have that center and have them go through acting classes. And dancing classes, since they like to have everybody dance on WWE. <laughs> like, have them go through these things. But specifically, acting classes, I think, would help mm-hmm. a lot. Definitely. That made a lot of sense when this person said that. Mm-hmm. They're acting. That should be a key point in their training. Definitely. Like, there's wrestling school, and I get that, because you have to know how to do all these moves. But for your promos? But once you got that down, you serviceable, do what's going to get you over the top mm-hmm. is your... You're acting, your right. mic work, right? Because even when there. you're an amazing, amazing wrestler, I'm thinking of AJ Styles. You get stuck in a recycled Sting storyline, yeah. And AJ Styles is way better than that storyline. I, I think Luke Gallows could come in, be a, a sizable opponent for anybody. Oh, definitely. I think I don't know. I think he could have had a more prominent role in AC. I think that was tailor made for him. He had the look of that, yeah, Looked like a biker dude, right? Yeah, he was great. I, I hate the whole president, vice president thing, but he could have been the vice president, for God's sakes. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. but they the writing, like we just mentioned, is not great. It's it's rushed and last minute, a la old WCW post NWO. And so they rush things and they don't know what to do and it just comes mm, out like crap. Classic TNA. But here's the only thing that saves TNA yeah. is these these matches. The first three matches yes. in TNA, outside yes. of the Del Rio, Orton, and Daniel Bryan just being Daniel Bryan, I mean, those three matches were the best matches of the week, I thought. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so so they start this off, well, the first match was Aries and Rude. Right, amazing. Now they move into Sanjay Dutt, Homicide, and Petey Williams, with the winner of this moving on to next week's Ultimate X, mm-hmm. Triple Threat. Yes. For the new X Division title, which did you see that picture online? Mm-hmm. The new X Division belt? Yes, it looks nice. I'm looking at it right now, uh, yeah, actually. I am... Um, yeah, it mixed bags, but I want to see it in person. I want to see it strapped around somebody's waist. Right. I like that they have the X, and it almost looks like uh, an intercontinental title, yes. WWE. Yes, 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 yes. Now, highlight of this match, Sanjay Dutt's finisher. Love it. Like a standing back moonsault into a standing Kicking double foot stomp to the heart. Yeah. And there's no way to soften that blow. Yeah, that's something you just got to take. That yeah. is that is a brave soul that takes that. Now, Sanjay Dutt, what, 120 pounds soaking <laughs> yeah. wet? It's not Brock Lesnar coming down But on there's you. force in that. And right. he's coming around, and he's mm-hmm. double foot stomping right. you. I wouldn't want to do it. And, and that that, was a, I watched it a couple times. Yeah. To me, that was the move of the night on TNA. Move of the week. I was impressed. Move of the week to me. I was impressed. Uh, Yeah, it was a really good match. Obviously, that the the finish was amazing. The only thing I was a little disappointed in is Homicide. 
Homicide was one of my favorites when that early TNA, you know, on, I loved LAX. Yeah, LAX was great, the and he theme. just yeah, and he just uh. kind of seemed lost. He was botched uh, two little spots there, and I don't know. He, he didn't seem like he had it, and so that disappointed me wow. a little bit. P.D. Williams is great. I love his finisher. Talking yes, about finishers, yes. his finisher is amazing. Yes. They should bring him back just for that. Uh, but, yeah, Sanjay Dutt got the win with an incredible finish. I don't even know what it's called. I don't know what it's called either, but it looked awesome. It's called uh, DVR. Yes. Because you DVR it that should, finish. Yeah, it should be called yeah. the Rewind. Yeah. So they moved on after that, and they had Manic versus Chavo Guerrero versus Kenny King. I like Kenny King. I like Kenny King, too. Now, this match, kind of, I saw some botches. I saw mm-hmm. some stalling. Mm-hmm. And they had Manic go over. Like, yeah, I don't understand this Manic. He was suicide. You demasked him. Yep. He's always been suicide, which is false. You demask him. And then you put another mask. You put the same mask back on him. And you change it to Manic instead yeah, of suicide. Yeah, draw an M on his chest. And now he's Manic. I mean, he is fun to watch. I think the reason why this match wasn't as good as it could have been is, you know, sometimes uh, the wrestling fan can sit back and say, this guy and this guy would have a great match, but it, what it comes down to is chemistry. And I yeah. just don't think that these guys had chemistry. I, I really don't think they did either, and it showed. Yeah. I think Chavo did what he could, but Yeah, they all did what they there. could. They're very good wrestlers individually, just sometimes it doesn't click, you know? Uh Oh. You should have put somebody through a table. Spanish the, the announce Spanish table. announce table. I like that. Right? Yes. They should have done it. Uh-huh. But they didn't do it. Nope. It's TNA. <laughs> it is TNA. Classic TNA. Classic TNA. Classic TNA. Uh, so we'll take a break. We'll finish up our TNA Impact Talk, and we'll end the show. Our first ever show. Our first ever Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. And I love it. I'm having fun. I'm loving this. Yes. I hope they are too. Spanish announce table at table show on Twitter. Check us out. Definitely. You love us.
those are just for the pilots. Batista. Batista was cool, man. Oh, man. Batista, he had charisma. He just looked like a guy you don't want to meet in a dark alley. Batista. He's pissed off. Batista, uh, with his feud with Triple H when he became his, you know, his own character. Yes. And then Batista uh, with John Cena. Oh, at the end when he was on his heel oh, run. Oh, God, that was great. Oh, man. All you're doing is, is oh. kissing babies and hugging fat chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Love that, and even like I mean, when he did his "I Quit," like it was just so great. I was like, right. "No, no, yeah. leave!" Right? No. He he was good. He was man. coming into his own, man. He was on top, and he would, uh whatever, man. Yeah, hopefully People he comes before back. Before they were, you know, before yeah. they were ready to leave. Right. Hopefully he comes back. I doubt it. I don't think he ever will, but we'll see. It's Batista, man. Classic Tista. But classic Batista. <laughs> classic Tista. <laughs> so, Barista. Yeah. So, Main Event Mafia gets in the ring and everybody talks. Everybody has a stop. They ask if people are thirsty. Uh, but you take know, your drink. Me. Yeah. And then they get lured into the back by Aces and Eights where they get jumped and they steal Angle, kidnap him, throw him in the bed of a pickup truck and peel off. So take him to the spot we talked about as the truck's peeling off and they wouldn't have been able to hear him. But uh, <laughs> the thing that bothers me about teenagers... Wrestlers they, have great ears. Yes, okay? yeah, yeah. All cauliflowered over, yeah. <laughs> so now the, the thing that bothered me most about this is you threw him in the bed of an open pickup truck. Now he can't jump out. You didn't knock him out. He's, he's not an athlete. He's, yeah, he he's cannot not, jump he's out not of an it. Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> he cannot jump out of that truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, classic TNA. Yeah, and and then they don't even do anything with it. Then he's just, hey, I'm back. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. So they get into that in a, in a backstage segment, and uh, Bully Ray's on the phone, and he's talking to somebody. They got the classic Herbie Cam in the back mm. through a through a crack in the door but yeah bully doesn't notice them standing there of course yeah you can't see a big camera so he says take it to the place we talked about yeah you know the one and then he says but first let's do this mafia style making him offer make him an offer he won't refuse and then we see angle coming back nobody in the truck just angle driving coming out holding his face uh which i think was on the wrong side of where he got hit i I had to rewind (laughs) that and check that out but uh comes in and he you know, plays a part in the match later, like as regular part, but does nothing. So, are they saving that for later, or is it just a "oops, we forgot"? Well, here, here's my thoughts, and this is just because I'm so down on TNA. Yes, it is probably something, but my initial thought is they forgot about it, and it's nothing because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't talked about enough during the main event. Yeah. 
what is what is yeah, Angle doing? What is this angle, offer? Angle, yeah. What is Angle? They're just focusing on the main event, which is great. How did he beat up the guys and get back? Like, yeah, what, yeah. How do you? What, so, because he I don't was know. he was securely in the bed of that pickup. Right. He couldn't get out. No. So how did he get out? Right. It was Houdini. Yes. No. So you know, in between this and the big main event, they have a couple throwaway things. They have Mickey James out there acting. Now Mickey, Mickey is James. doing really, really great. But uh, yeah, it, it is, do. and she looks good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, no nipple, though. No damn nipple, it. but Gail Kim almost did right. She had to pull her mm-hmm. Fred Flintstone dress down a little bit. <laughs> and if you caught her looking like Fred Flintstone, uh, orange dress with leopard print. So that was was hot. Another cat fight. Always good to see and, those. And you know what, though? Credits TNA. At least that's the one aspect that they do a better job than WWE is with their True. female talent. True, but I think they could even do better. That's the thing. Oh. like, you're doing better in WWE, but that's not saying much. The bar's pretty low. WWE dug a hole in the ground to set that bar so low. Yep. So then they have Aries come up to Saban in the back, and what was good, and Aries tells Saban, you know, I'm the reason you have this option tonight. And he's like, I'm not talking about option C I'm just talking about because I raise everybody else's level around here. And he calls himself the litmus paper, which I thought was an interesting term. Mm -hmm. I think Aries, he did a real good job in that promo back there. But then he tells him, I'm pulling for you, yada, yada, yada. But TNA was doing a real good job this night of this whole event. They followed that storyline throughout the thing. People were talking about it, talking about Destination X. A lot of backstage thing. They really built this up. It really did. Yeah, it felt like a good big main event yes. which what it, it was. felt like we we're watching a free pay-per-view it right. kind of did feel like that there's yeah. a big clash of champions big thing to that yeah mm-hmm. uh then we had the obligatory aj styles in the back hanging out on the stoop a la sting in the rafters he's so much better than this storyline i hate it i hate it with a passion because aj styles in my book is one of my top five to ten favorite wrestlers and he's doing crap because he can't do Great mic work. I like the idea that he comes back angry. But he's coming back you know, sting. He came back bigger, came back with a different gimmick the way we've never seen before. But Well, we've seen something. it before, just not from AJ. Right. Yeah. But do something yeah. with it. Yep. Do something with it. You're not doing anything with it. Yeah. You're not really involved in the aces in it. You're not the they're not even doing this thing one right anymore. Yeah, because they're not even like, hey, AJ, please join. They've just kind of forgot about him. Yeah. He said, this is no place for a hero. Man, you know, it's no place for this storyline. Yeah. So, yeah, it's forgettable. They need to change it up something, but unfortunately they'll probably crap the bed with it. Well, now there isn't really much for him to use in there because we get into the big story of the week. The, in all of wrestling. The Of all of wrestling. Yeah. Bully Ray defending the world heavyweight champion against the then X Division champion, Chris Saban, who cashed in. His X Division title. Not his anymore. Right. Because he cashed in for the option to face the World Heavyweight Champion, Bully Ray. And they sold this match well. Mm-hmm. Very well. In-ring announcer, Jeremy Borash. Great. I love an in-ring announcer for your big matches. Yep. Sparingly. Your big ones. Sparingly. Sparingly. Yeah, yes. Your big ones. This one they built up to be a big field. It is a long-running storyline. It's option C, what they want to make their money in the bank. Which, you know, okay, I get it. It's it's a little bit different, but it's it's weird that it's you, you know you just have to be the champion at that time. It's not like you win an event. Well, earlier, yeah, because earlier when Chavo and Hernandez were backstage, 
Chavo was like, you know, this time next yeah, yeah, year. Yeah. I'm like, well. You're not going to hold that title for a year, and he's not going to hold the title. Yeah, like but, you're not both going to hold the title for a year. But now it's just accepted that this time of the year you can cash it in. You know, and we'll get to, you know, Chris Saban wins the match. Yeah. My question is, is if you lose the match, can you then just challenge the new title holder of the X Division? And yeah, then just win that back, that and then yeah. there you go. I mean, do you got to move to the back of the line? Do you got to right. win a couple matches? That hasn't been like, explained. What do you got to do? Yeah, because it hasn't happened yet. Right. So we'll mm-hmm. see. I think this is the year it should happen. I mean, I, it's a big story. It's got people talking. It's great. So I'll give you that. But Chris Saban's not the guy, man. Could be. Chris Saban is not the guy. They they do a thing. Chris on, Saban is hot garbage. He's a good wrestler. Yeah, he's very good. But he's vanilla though. When he's just like he's not. Doing he's anything. a poor man's AJ style, where they're I, both great wrestlers, but they both suck on the mic. AJ's just better at both than they Chris were, Saban. He was never better than when he was in Motor City Machine Guns, and I think that's because of Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley's got the charisma. But if you go on TNAWrestling.com or ImpactWrestling.com or whatever this is, yeah, the, the official site of TNA. Oh, I know all about right. Impact Wrestling. Uh, uh, you go to <laughs> you go to Chris Saban's greatest career moments. So maybe they're trying to make him the guy. You know, I, well they had to. Now right. you got to push him now right. because what are they going to do? Like next week, Bully Ray gets his rematch and beats him, and then Chris Saban's just like, "Oops, hey, uh, X Division, hey, what's up? Former World Heavyweight Champion, yeah, X Division, X Division. I'm coming to get my title back." But it was definitely cool how they finished it with the with the hammer in the head. Yes, you know it wasn't yes. it wasn't like a a schoolboy one two three overpowered oh in, right yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. just a real took hammer. advantage yeah yeah and so, so it was explainable mm-hmm. it looked good definitely I, I think it'll be interesting to see where they go from this I do got to give them credit for that I am, I am gonna intrigued tune in. I'm gonna I am tune intrigued in. yep I will tune in obviously I'm gonna tune in because we're doing this but show. I'm not optimistic I'm not optimistic <laughs> but I am intrigued it's true but final thoughts of this week man I thought Impact was the best show of the week yep. Well, and it, because it was their pay per view quality, right? So it had absolutely, to be. yeah. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't going to be, oh. that would have been really bad yeah. for TNA. So credit to them; it was the the best show of the week. Uh, and so I, like I said, I'm intrigued. Very we'll, intrigued. We'll see what happens. Very intrigued. I think uh, I'm really intrigued in this Daniel Bryan where this is going to go. I really don't know how they're going to go with this. How they're right. going to hold this over? One thing we forgot to mention, and this is kind of my closing thought because I'm so into this storyline. But they announced for next week uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kane. Versus Kane. And my mind immediately goes to the Wyatt family. Yes. And I cannot wait. They are yeah, my, they were conspicuously absent. They ran a this little week. promo, and that was yeah, it. Yeah. Now, on WWE main event, which we didn't get to because of time, but they took out uh, Justin Gabriel and 3MB yes. and laid them on top of each other. Awesome, and then they told I wish Kane they would have thrown them out the door. Right. Well, but, and then they told Kane <laughs> to join. You know, so yes. I'm did really they intru- tell Kane? To yeah, join? they, did they said, finally say, yeah, yeah, join the buzzards. You know, yeah, I'm so the they eater said, of join worlds. And follow the buzzards. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Follow the buzzards. You think he's gonna? You think he'll join? Or is he? You know feud? my thoughts. I want Kane to go away. It becomes Glenn Jacobs. That's a. We'll get into that yes. later. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But no, my thought is for next week the Daniel Bryan Kane match and. uh the the Bray white family Wyatt. the yeah. lights go out mm-hmm. the that's lantern. that's that's my guess that's my bold prediction the of the song, week which isn't that, that bold song just gets me every time love it love oh, it the Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt and for family. those who don't watch NXT and just are intrigued by the storyline Bray Wyatt can bring it he's yeah. a very good wrestler especially for being a big man like he is I think Bray Wyatt's got the tools and I thought he did when he was Husky Harris I just hated that gimmick yeah, yeah I said yeah. this guy's got he can move around for a big guy. Mm-hmm. You you can see the charisma in him. He just had he just had a tagline. He didn't right. have a gimmick. Yep, was the thing the the 
army tank with a Ferrari yeah, engine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever that was. Let's forget about that and just focus on Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, amazing. Cannot wait for next week. I feel like he'll be in the Daniel Bryan Kane match. Be good. It should be, be good. interesting, and I'm looking forward to it. I really like this Bray Wyatt storyline. Mm-hmm. I It was one of the most memorable debuts since like Chris Jericho for me. Yeah. It oh, was just the lights. The crowd really loved it, the too. The promos they leading up to it. They screwed it over with the Husky Harris chants, but... I mean, they were just, when those lights came on, they were like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, man. It was great. So yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to this week. The Husker. And the, <laughs> and the Chris Sabin, obviously. So, yes. Yeah. So we'll be back next week. Hopefully yeah. you'll tune in again. Hopefully next week with the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network. Check us out at Table Show. Tableshow at gmail.com. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. We'll send you to the show. And the other show's on there. Check that out. Check out Fight Show Live. Fight Show Live. You can search it on uh, Facebook. Three words, Fight Show Live. Yep. And that's where you put the uh, podcast info for that? Uh, Yes, I do. Fight Show Live, if you like MMA. Check out my other uh, podcast, The Fraudcast. It's a great one. The Fraudcast on ashbath.com or iTunes. Search for The Fraudcast. And uh, that's it. The Spanish announce table. I'm liking this. I love it. I think uh, I think we got this. Well, let's hope so. I think you all should follow the buzzards and check us out next week. <laughs>